Welcome to From Nothing to Profit, a photographer's podcast with Matt and Kaya, where each week they talk to photographers about what is working in their business now so you can swipe those ideas and grow your business faster. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Um, So this is a little bit of a special episode that we're doing. I'm actually going to interview Kaya and kind of see how she's navigating this whole coronavirus uh, COVID-19 thing, because it's obviously had a huge impact on everybody's businesses, including mine and Kaya's. Um, It's obviously had a huge impact on the world, um, on people's lives, not just businesses. Um, And so we're all kind of in this together trying to navigate it. So I'm really curious to see what Kaya is doing in her business as being a business owner and being in this industry for as long as she has, I'm really curious to see what she's focused on. Cause I think she brings a level of wisdom that I think all of us wish we had in a moment like this. Um, so I'm super excited. So, um, thanks for taking the time to record this Kaya. Yeah, you're welcome. Are you saying I'm old, Matt? I'm not. I said, (laughs) I said you're wise. (laughs) Very good. There's a difference. So first, so start off and tell us kind of currently what your situation's like. Um, and what's going on? Yeah. So, uh, I live in Kansas and I have a, uh, a, uh, brick and mortar studio besides, you know, not in my home. And, uh, I have four kids. They're 12, 15, 18, and 20. And so my 20 year old is back from college and doing online classes. Uh, she's an art major, so she's painting away in her room. I don't think she's left the house since the, it all started. (laughs) Like, I don't think she's walked out the front door. Um, and then I have an 18 year old and she is a senior and she said, um, gosh, if I would have known it was my last day of school, I wouldn't have skipped, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) So in Kansas, they have uh, canceled school for the rest of the year. So, uh, there's no more school and, uh, so you guys aren't, you guys are not even doing online learning. Well, so this is a situation. So she is taking three college classes, uh, as well as high school. And so she, uh, will just continue with her college classes. And, um, and then she also said, because, you know, there's no graduation, there's no prom and she's not really sad about prom because she doesn't normally go to the dances. We just do photo shoots and she looks good and that's all that matters. Uh, but she did say for her graduation party, she's planning on having a, a Venmo link. That's her graduation party. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, that's her plan. Um, and then uh, with my younger boys, so my boys, they are 15, so freshmen and then sixth grade. And they have, we're starting online school on Monday. And their classes don't matter. Like they're not taking grades. So they're offering us the education online. But um, unless they want to enter grades to get a better grade, uh, otherwise their grade is what it what it was when school ended before spring break. So if they had an A, they get an A. Um yeah. and they can, they can keep learning if they want. Like right. in terms of kind of like enrichment stuff over the summer. Like yes. if you want to keep keep fresh, you can. Right. But if, if they have a C, they can do additional work to try to get it up to a B or an A. That's what I understand. So I mean freshmen in high school, you need the information, you know, and a sixth grader, they need that information. So they'll be doing school. And, uh, we've implemented a schedule. So, uh, they, uh, we get all get up at eight 30 and we have seek first time where we play, my husband's a pastor and we're people of faith. And so we play, uh, 
worship music and read our Bibles. And um, some of the kids are love it. And some of them are like literally running away, right? <laughs> like driving away, running away. So um, we're having uh, not complete success with homeschooling right now. Right. And that's okay. Like, you know, you got to just navigate it for sure. Data time. I know. <laughs> so, so how, so how are you guys, how, how are you feeling? Like, like where are you at emotionally and stuff like that well, at home and, and at business? Yeah. So, and then the other thing is just that, uh, you know, besides school being done is we are in a 30 day lockdown period. And okay. so they've asked for us to stay in our homes or, you know, in our yards uh, for the next 30 days and unless we're an essential business. And so, um, so obviously we're not an essential business, so I'm not, you know, doing shooting or, you know, having clients and that type of thing. So I've been, it was, it was funny because right away, uh, so many people started offering information and teaching and doing webinars, you know, not just in the photography business, but all around. And so I was immediately like drawn to that and, you know, wanting to learn what people had to say. Um, but then I also was, uh, you know, got involved and I know you too were involved in the photography think tank webinars. Uh, we're both on the seniorology, um, uh, videos. She's called, yeah, yeah. called a summit. Yeah. And so, um, that has been hugely helpful for me, uh, because so typically I work about 20 hours a week and I read a, a book every other day and I do a lot of laying in front of the fireplace <laughs> and going on walks and running the kids everywhere. So I have a pretty balanced life with working and, and like recreational time. And, uh, right now I have just been like, I can't read. I can't watch TV. I either have to physically be moving or I'm doing a lot of like embroidery, <laughs> which sounds funny, but it keeps my hands busy. Um, or I'm thinking about work and doing, you know, creating these webinars and things like that. And do you think some of that, um, you're talking about your behaviors and having yeah. to move and stuff. Do you think that's like kind of str like stress related, even if it's deep down inside or? Oh yeah. It's not deep down inside. Like when I'm going on, I go on about an hour walk every day and sometimes I'm crying. Sometimes I'm like, you know, singing along to the music or, you know, that type of thing. But yeah, no, it's, it's very much stress related. And 3am is like, you know, I'm awake. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's my pop popping awake and, and thinking and that type of thing. Yeah. But, I, I, de I definitely woke up at one thirty last night, wide awake. <laughs> and then I got back to bed at like four o'clock. But yeah. I mean, like I woke up at one, like, like I could have started my day. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. And I have been actually starting my day. So I've been very active on social media. I've been, I, the thing about it is, is I, a lot of times if I, um, am in that like kind of crisis drama, physical mode, I just use it. I just go, okay, well, here we go. <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't run from it. Just use it to your best ability. <clears throat> yeah. And I actually, I'm looking at a piece of embroidery and I'll po probably post it in another day or two, it says lean in. And mm -hmm. that's really like, you know, just leaning into the pain of it. Um, I know I'm gonna, uh, gonna, this is a, this is a girl thing, but, uh, I've had four kids, so I've had four pregnancies and I've had four deliveries and, um, <clears throat> and, um, they, I didn't use uh, pain medication for any of them. And so that's what you have to, you have to literally lean into the pain, breathe through the pain. <laughs> and yeah. so that's what I'm, uh, have been doing. And it's, it's really hard, you know, but it's, I think, 
I feel like I'm just going to come out on the other side of this and we're going to come out on the other side of this. We could really be way, way, way stronger people because we've just leaned in, you know, yeah, and, and for sure dealt with, you know, just been a part of what's happening and not hidden from it. So that kind of leads me to my next question. Like, yeah, um, things in the past, um, you know, you've been in business for a long time. So like, does this remind you of different times of difficulty or like, you know, have you had slow times in the past and how did you navigate it and things like that? So, yeah. and we'll get, we'll get to action steps in a minute, but like, just like, what are you drawing on from your past? Yeah, I, um, whew, uh, well, I talked about having children. That's one. Another is nine 11. You know, we put up our house for sale, on 9-11 and I was uh, 26 when that happened, I think. And I thought for sure that the world was done. Like we would never do anything the same again. You know, it was just over. I watched the, you know, the second airplane hit the tower and watching it. And, you know, the, the spokesperson on TV was just chatting along, not realizing what was happening behind her. And uh, so that was one moment. And now I know that obviously we did recover. And the world got back to normal, really. Sure. Uh, and then the second time uh, that, you know, something really intense happened was during the recession. And we were putting on a conference for photographers at that time. And my husband was the director of that organization. And uh, we lost between probably a hundred to $150,000 during, you know, in 2008. Uh, we had committed to doing two conferences, one that was coming up in a month or two, and then one that was coming up in a year. And so instead of going bankrupt, which we really considered it, uh, my husband worked for free. Andy worked for free for uh, like 18 months, probably. And we put on two conferences knowing that we had lost all that money um, and paid everything back. Yeah. Wow. That's that's crazy. That's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. So when I look right now at the possibility of, you know, losing a couple months of income and, you know, and then maybe in the future it being lower for a while, I know that there are ways that we can attack it and uh, we can, you know, we're going to be in a way better space regardless. Um. So then what are your action steps? Like, what are you doing right now in your business that people could um, do in their businesses to help navigate either now or when we get back on our feet or whatever. You know, it's funny because just bringing up 2008, one of the things we did then was really helpful. And I don't know how, I mean, people do it a lot now, but they weren't then. And maybe someone, I could just share this and maybe someone can go, oh, aha, I could do that for my business. But um, we were really high end at the time in 2008. And uh, my, it was a family business then. We were about 75% high school seniors um, a super high average. And I just went, I, I just was like, you know what? I want to change things. And so my goal was to do 50% high school seniors, 50% family and children, uh, and just change that, you know, in 2008. And we started offering many sessions, which no one was doing those at the time. And so we hadn't done fairies, angels, any of that kind of stuff. And we started offering those for $35 session fee, $35 gift prints. And, uh, I, we, we did that and did, you know, small sales instead of, you know, a $3,000 sale, it was a $300 sale, but we got so many clients that jumped on that because they hadn't been able to, we'd been at a price point that they couldn't, you know, 
do. And so we uh, built up the family and children's business to be 50% and reached up to, you know, what we had been doing with the seniors. And so many of my current clients um, who are, you know, very doing really well professionally come in and, you know, buy, you know, big packages of wall portraits. Now they started out at those little mini sessions. And you got them, got them in the door. And then as, as the world recovered, you know, yeah, everything moved up. Yeah. So I don't know how I would do that now because I think there's a culture of mini sessions that doesn't necessarily turn into a high end clients, (laughs) but there's something to think about that. And I think we'll apply that to some of our business. So, and maybe the lesson is not mini sessions. Maybe the lesson is like, rethink your, your barrier to entry, you know, like if if this all goes away in two or three weeks, maybe not. Right. But if the, if this if two months from now we're still quarantined and like people haven't worked for almost three months, maybe we have to rethink the financial barrier to entry for a while into our right. business. That that doesn't mean you know go to zero, but at the same time, you know what it what does it matter to let somebody in at five hundred dollars instead of five thousand dollars? You know, like right, it may be a time and a place for it. Yeah, well, and also you know in two thousand eight that middle that you know the the um, middle client just dropped away. They didn't have the money anymore. And I feel like they were just now coming back. Yeah. I feel the exact same way. Like, And, and they're the ones that are going to be more rocky, I feel like. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, for sure. Um, what, any other action steps you have to share yeah, with us I, of what you guys are doing in your studio? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, if people listen to the, uh, I don't know if it'll come up before or after this, we, um, we've recorded with Aubrey who works for me and, uh, we talked about kind of how we work together. And, uh, so I'm just going to reference that now. So Aubrey and I, uh, she's my studio manager and, um, also photographs with me. We, uh, are always like looking for ideas, figuring out what we want to do. Um, and, you know, making our plans for things. And, uh, so when, when everything's first started happening with the coronavirus and I started listening to, um, some podcasts, listening to different webinars and I, uh, you know, made lists of things I wanted to try, things I wanted to do. And so, um, yeah, I'll reference a few of those things right now. Um, which is funny because this time of year, I typically don't do a lot of business. And so we had a long list of things that we could and and will be doing right now, you know, like cleaning up our storage, uh, on our computers, making, you know, creating, uh, advertisements for the upcoming things, you know, so we had, you know, updating our website, all those type of things. Um, but I, I think I want to, uh, share with you, Matt, just some of the things that we're doing, um, specifically because of the coronavirus, uh, so the first thing is, uh, I heard this, um, uh, on a webinar, Emily Ferris, she does uh, social media and she was giving some advice about how to handle social media, um, with the coronavirus. And so she talked about, first of all, maintaining your brand and not just throwing it out the window because of the coronavirus <laughs> Yeah. and then adjusting your tone. And so, um, one of the first things that happened is we had a post that was, that came up, um, and it said national laugh day. (laughs) And I was like, Oh no, this post was already planned and uh, we needed to adjust the tone of that post. So I pulled that baby down. Yeah, that makes sense. We did the same thing with our, like our nurture emails. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We need to change that. And then, um, you know, she says you need to acknowledge what's happening in the world, which we are doing that, uh, try to provide a service, 
and, you know, uh, um, definitely like offering things that are helpful to people. And especially with our high school seniors, we're trying to provide just entertainment, something to do, something to talk about. Um, try to foster a sense of community. And I have definitely done that with just um, being more liberal with my likes and comments on social media. A lot of times I'm there and I'm just kind of taking it all in. And so I've just, I have the time. So I'm just communicating. And then, um, you know, staying relevant, not, not reposting things that don't have anything to do with your business. And I, I am feeling like a lot of people are doing that. And it bothers me because I think I don't want the news you know, I'm following you and communicating with you because I want you. So. Yeah, that, that's, that's really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also listened to a podcast by Amy Porterfield that was really helpful to me. Um, one of the main things she said is that you need to have a plan. And, uh, she said, because if you have a plan, then you're going to feel like you're in control. And I think it's okay to be worried and sad. And I felt like a little bit frantic at first. Um, But now I feel like we have a good plan of what we're going to do. And it makes me definitely feel more in control. Okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to step forward. And I'm not, you know, stuck in my house with nothing to do and, you know, in in jail or something. I'm here and I've got a plan and I'm going to make use of my time. I think that's really good. I think that's also health, healthy for you and then healthy for your family as well. Because yes. if you're, if everyone's stuck in the house together, like they currently are, and obviously your house dynamic changed greatly because everybody's home, but then also kids from college coming home and stuff as well. Um, you got to have things to do. So you're just not on top of them. You know, they're trying to navigate this too. So you got to find a way to stay busy as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so um, and then, uh, Amy Porterfield also talked about crisis messaging and creating your crisis message. And, uh, that is, that was really fantastic for me. So I created a crisis messaging for each area of our business. So I have one for my senior, uh, clients. I have one for my family and children and business clients. And then one also for, you know, my photographers that I interact with. And, uh, so for my family and children clients, uh, the, uh, I have three points. So the first one is we are okay. So we'll be sending out an email, which I haven't gotten made, but I did get podcasts done today. <laughs> and in my email, I'm going to say, we're okay. So, you know, don't freak out about us. We're going to be fine. Um, the second one is that we care about others. So, you know, we're, we want to give back. Here's what, here are ways we can give back and we care about you. And, you know, here's some supportive things we're going to, uh, offer like, um, activities that kids can do, uh, and give people help that way. And then the third thing is, uh, we'll be here when, uh, the world calms down and you are ready to take pictures of, um, of your business and of your family. Yeah, that's really good. I yeah. like that a lot. Yeah. So the I think the crisis messaging really helped me just go, okay, this is what we're going to say. This is not, this is the things we're not going to say. And um, it also helped me kind of slow down because it's not like I post every day to my family and children clients anyway. And so they are going to be fine. Uh, and I'm doing more, you know, from my own personal um, account. And I do have obviously, you know, family and children clients that follow me there, but um, I can do that from my own voice rather than from the business's voice and just be create more of a community there. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And then the last thing that, um, again, I, uh, you know, from Amy Porterfield, uh, she said, 
we need to keep selling. And I, I've listened to a lot of photographers talk and, you know, communicate and they're all saying, oh, I don't want to sell right now. I just want to give away sessions. I just want to help people. I don't, you know, that would be, you know, mean to sell right now or sound bad. But the reality of it is, is if we don't sell and we don't make money, then we can't pay for the things that we would normally pay for. And it really hurts the economy rather than helping, you know, by keeping everything moving. Well, and I, the other thing I see is um, that the underlying message is that everybody wants to support like small local businesses too. Yes. You yeah, know, for sure. And, and so if you're just turn around and just say, hey, I want to give away all this stuff for free, you're right. actually, you're serving, you're serving your community, but you're not, they're not able to serve you the way they actually want to. Yeah. yeah they may not want to give you $3,000, but they do want to give you something to make sure you're still around a year or two for now. So, you know, you got to be okay with accepting some of that money that people have and want to yeah, give you. That's really true. I mean, it really is, uh, you know, figuring out how you can accept help as well as give help. Yeah, I totally agree. So, um, anything else you want to share? I mean, I wanted to keep this kind of short just so, um, cause I know people are kind of busy and they just need some action steps. So anything else? Well, I feel like, I mean, I could talk about really specific things, but you know, honestly, if people want to know specifically what we're doing, then they can go and follow us <laughs> Sure. because those specific things are coming out right now. Um, but the other thing is, is, uh, I actually started a Facebook group. I've avoided it for a long time because I don't feel like I'm very good on Facebook, but I've, I've, uh, in the last probably six months, honestly, since I started doing embroidery, <laughs> I joined these embroidery groups and I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this. I'm learning so much from it. And so I started a Facebook group called Kaya Bondurance Photographer Friends. And, mm-hmm. um, because I realized that I needed a place where I could share, you know, the different webinars that I'm, have been on and the replays for those different educational things. And so, um, if any of our listeners want to go there, uh, Kaya Bondurance Photographer Friends on Facebook and join, uh, I'll be putting, uh, you know, ways that they can connect with me there, as well as obviously we'll be putting any of the um, information in our show notes as well. Yeah. So just take us through real quick. Um, how should people follow you? Like, you know, your studio and just things like that, just so they don't have to necessarily look it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, obviously the, the, uh, Facebook is Kaya Bondurant's photographer friends, but I'm also on Facebook as Kaya Bondurant. Uh, you can connect with me there. And then, uh, my personal Instagram is at Kaya Bondurant and I post there most often. Uh, our high school senior Instagram is at style muse magazine. And then our, uh, family and children's business clients, Instagram is, uh, at Bondurant studios. Awesome. Cool. Okay. Well, thank you so much for taking the time um, and coming on here. I know people are looking for inspiration and help and you're a huge inspiration to our industry. So I think it's really good to hear your calming voice um, in, in this time. It really is, you know, yeah, like, I agree. I mean, cause it could be panic and crazy, but you know, you want to look to the people that have been around for a long time and know that have been through like stuff like this before, as much as this is unique, it's similar, like you said, to 2008 and 9-11. Um, and we're all going to be okay in the end for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to be better people for it. I think if we lean in to the difficulty right now and, you know, figure out how we're going to respond to it, I think it can really shape us and make us better people. 
Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Kaya. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Um, as always, feel free to reach out to us if you have questions or you need something. Um, we're definitely here to help, especially during this, this crazy time and we'll all make it through it. Thanks guys. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to From Nothing to Profit, a photographer's podcast with Matt and Kaya. Be sure to subscribe for more business strategy and ideas to help you create the profitable and successful business you've always wanted. See you on the next episode of From Nothing to Profit.